You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. Hey, beautiful person. Welcome to Sierra Unraveled. Today, I've been blessed to have unlimited access to some of Kev Brown's finest creations, i.e. a whole hard drive of good jamming music. If you can dig it, check out officialkevbrown.com for merchandise and access to downloads. His music is available on Bandcamp, Spotify, YouTube, and pretty much any other platform you can think of. Special thank you to this kind gentleman for sharing his musical art with me. If this is your first time tuning in, I warn you, my brain operates at a light speed and sometimes it may be hard to follow, but bear with me. I like to share my thoughts and personal experiences to try and shine some light on what it's like to be an educated single mother who often chooses family over the fine luxuries in life. I'm a bit of a minimalist and highly favor good relationships. Since relationships are a part of every aspect of your life, whether they're intimate or not, they can be a bit of a pain in the watootsie to foster, maintain, and mature. I try my very best nowadays to love everyone, but it's too stinking difficult sometimes, especially when your light bulb goes on that he or she might be taking advantage of you because you're just an abnormally nice person, assholes. But still, you keep trying because there are too many awful people in the world, so why be another? Even if this means you get dragged through the mud a little, you'll be just fine. That's what showers and therapy are for. So if you're someone who's had relationship failures like little old me, something that should get put to the forefront of your agenda this year is how to set and comply boundaries. People are weird and confusing. I really like to overthink and analyze why people do or say the things that they do. Often I don't think they even think at all first. I am also guilty of this. Or I will overthink so much so that I say or do the wrong thing and I should have just gone with my first instinct. Meh, I'm still learning, but I think it contributes to a lot of who I am as a person. People do not make sense to me. This is why I like animals, specifically undomesticated wild ones, so I don't think about how they're trapped to live a life that they were not meant to, but I like being in the wilderness and libraries where minimal social interaction is necessary. Although I usually thrive in social atmospheres because I love to talk, I think I'm probably annoying to other people, which is fine. Don't ask to hang out with me again or for anything else for that matter. Anyways, I will ponder on everything that you say or have said for months, maybe even years, if it gave me a better perspective of your personality and who you are as a person. And here's the beauty in it. Those things that resonate with me are usually the things that make me still have hope for humanity. I will personally hold on to the key things as to why you're a good person or why you deserve to be in my life. Key word, deserve. At least I considered it. I'm getting better with self-love. I've come a long way. However, just because I think you are a good enough person doesn't mean it's okay for you to treat me whichever way you feel. That's why we need to address boundaries. This is something that is so, 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 so difficult for me. I've probably struggled my whole life with setting them and then even worse, implementing them. They are something that has also just received heavy recognition in the last decade or so, simply 
they just weren't taught in childhood or at least I can't remember if they were, but it is definitely one thing I want my daughter to understand if and when it's necessary. Personal boundaries are the limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are also comfortable opening themselves up to intimacy and close relationships. Boundaries should be based on your values or the things that are important to you. For example, if you value spending time with family, you should be setting firm boundaries about working late. Your boundaries are yours and yours alone. Many of your boundaries might align with those who are close to you, but others will be unique. Know your boundaries before entering a situation. This will make it less likely you'll do something you're not comfortable with. I literally just took this verbatim from an exercise I had to do because my therapist said so. Look at me, following directions and putting in the actual work to better myself. Pat self on the back. A quick Google search will provide you with more than enough information about the importance of personal boundaries and then how trauma can severely distort that importance. I won't bore you with the full details of my Google Scholar excursion on the matter. Yes, I'm the weirdo that reads case studies in my free time so I can understand things better. Just know that when your human rights have been violated at some point in time, your ability to adhere to those boundaries will go by the wayside and maybe eventually become non-existent because your identity and self-worth have likely become distorted. Hopefully I'm not being too judgmental here, but this is why you see some people fall apart. They start indulging in behaviors or activities they typically wouldn't, they hang around people they normally wouldn't associate with or even look up to. It can get really messy if someone doesn't realize the situations they're putting themselves in. I have been there and it's not pretty. It's interesting because not all people in your life will need boundaries. It's the people that have broken your trust or hurt you that you now have to protect yourself from so they don't do it again. Totally new concept to me. Last year, I mastered it finally with the one person I never thought I'd be able to. Like even the other day, a typical parenting exchange after a court order violation should never call for an inserted impromptu I love you. But that's how his brain works. It breaks my heart. Stop being so reckless with your words if your actions never back it up. You don't know what love is, I don't think. A lot of people don't actually. I'm no expert, but if there's one thing I'm good at, it's loving people even when I don't want to or maybe they don't deserve it. Love is doing things for people when you don't want to or find it necessary. It's going out of your way to make someone's day better. It's putting their needs before yours. It's about not giving up because relationships are a two-way street. It's about trying to communicate better to strengthen a bond. It's about delivering when you say you're actually going to do something. Actions over words. I think also part of the issue is some people don't realize they're hurting you when they don't mean to. A simple gesture like a hug should be comforting, but depending on who it's from or where that person stands with you, it could be a giant misunderstanding. People often have hidden agendas or they are blocked by their own selfishness or sense of pride that their vision of love is twisted, which then benefits no one, of course. So how did I begin to set boundaries in my life and then the hard part putting them in place? The easiest, most heartless way to obviously do this is to just cut them off. I try at least to give a few warnings first. I know one time I was seeing this guy. I wasn't playing games with him. He either needed to choose if he wanted to be just friends or just be straight about the business. I know TMI, but I needed answers. 
first, how nice am I to even have given him that option when the ball is always in my court because I am the woman? I also don't think that he was aware at the time that whatever he decided at that moment, I was cutting him off regardless. Well, maybe he did because he literally tried to be all boyfriend-like for the remainder of the night and I legit told him to get out of my house because I needed to go to sleep. I'm normally not this mean, but I had to do something because he was about to cross a boundary. I don't think I took it as far as blocking him, although sometimes that is also necessary. And obviously the most difficult situation was trying to get my ex to understand we no longer have a reason to be together or hang out or whatever, specifically because they do not understand boundaries. I mean, when you tell someone you own them, boundaries cannot exist in their brain. In the beginning, I struggled because the separation was fresh. I didn't want to be alone. I also devoted a lot of my time and energy to him. I tried to make things work for far too long in my opinion without the effort being returned efficiently. So processing that breakup was brutal however necessary. I began with ignoring the unwanted behavior, text messages, calls, etc. I was able to realize that any reaction to any of those things was better than no reaction at all, so that's what I chose to do. Secondly, I started telling him no. No, we cannot hang out. I don't need a free meal. No, we cannot talk regularly. No, you don't need to know how I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis. You don't need to know what I'm up to. No, I don't want to see you, period. Simple stuff. A few times I caved for obvious reasons. But then, I was quickly reminded why I began the boundary setting in the first place. We are not together. You do not need to go lay in my bed while I'm in the living room like you still live here. You do not need to approach me and tell me I look good. You do not need to give me a hug and not want to let go. You don't get the satisfaction of getting to watch me devour all of the food on the table because food is my favorite thing next to my daughter and music. You do not get those privileges anymore. You messed that up, bud. I had to start back at square one a few times, but I didn't give up. I kept trying to enforce and reinforce how I felt about the situation until it clicked. I remembered one time I needed a ride to the eye exam because you're not supposed to drive after you get those dilation eye drops or whatever, and on the way there, he tried to hold my hand. No, we haven't hung out in months. We hardly talk unless it's baby related. I understand you miss me, but I don't trust you or your intentions, sir. Get the F out of here. Then he had the nerve to tell me he always has a chance with me or something. Goodbye. That makes me want to run as fast as I can, drop into the starting position at the line on the track the opposite way. Okay, so after that whole ordeal, I had to tell him for like, I think the third time we cannot be around each other anymore, period, because you cannot grasp the concept of us just being friends. We're not even friends at this point. We're just acquaintances. We share a child together. That is it. Wow. I feel really bad saying that, but it's the truth. I don't really like who you are as a person anymore even. Ugh. Okay, let me chill out because I guess he deserves love too, just not from me. <laughs> Besides intimate relationships, how about setting boundaries with family members, friends, coworkers, or neighbors? I think this area of boundary setting should be the least complicated, but for me, I think it's worse. These folks may not know you as well as the person you have dated for years or shared children with. You may have to tread with more caution because you also do not know them as well either. You really don't want to hurt their feelings, so what I've done besides ignoring people because sometimes you just have to for your own mental health Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me switch it up real quick. But I usually draft how I feel or things I want to say prior to the conversation if it's going to be a weird, uncomfortable one. Like quick little notes in my notepad or whatever. 
um, before going into the situation. Then I just feel it out depending on how things go. Then ultimately I just avoid potentially awkward situations at all costs if possible so I don't get stuck in some awkward weirdo predicament. So I'm not a pro like I said, but I'm just trying to like navigate life because there's no rule book or instructions on how to live your actual personal life. You can read all the self-help books in the world, then get analysis paralysis and not make any progress and get stuck forever. Just kidding. But in all seriousness, you should at least have an idea on what to say and then what to do. Luckily, the saying part is easier for me. It's the action that I struggle with. You have to use confident body language, like facing the other person, making eye contact, and use steady tones of voice at an appropriate volume. You should be respectful, like avoiding yelling at them or using put downs or giving the silent treatment. It's okay to be firm, but your message will be better received if you are respectful. Plan ahead like I was just talking about. Think about what you want to say and how you will say it, and this will help you become more confident about your position in the situation. And lastly, be ready to compromise. When it's appropriate, listen and consider the needs of the other person. You never have to compromise, but give and take is a part of any healthy relationship. And then if you're really not good at this stuff, practice makes perfect. I can't believe I just went through an exercise about weird situations where I have to set boundaries and what I would do or say, but you gotta do it if you want the results. I hate boundary setting. It sucks. I wish people were all just good people. I wish people understood other people's feelings better, but we don't. We are all equally complex individuals for some reason or another. It is also just as easy to get trampled over in this life with negativity, false promises, and people taking advantage of you or your time. Boundaries are going to be a bigger picture of 2021 than they were for me in 2020. The vision I see for myself is not accessible to anyone because it's mine. No one else's. You have one too. Don't get distracted, don't get off track, and if you do, I promise it's okay. Just don't give up on who you are as a person or what your life's purpose is because you were never taught how to use or enforce boundaries. It'll get easier as time goes, I hope anyway. Thanks for tuning in today. I have another guest lined up hopefully this coming week. I've been slacking in my guest appearance area. I'm sorry, but hang tight. In the meantime, stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself.